episode 17 of the Two Honest podcast with me, your host, Abby. I hope that you're all doing okay. What have you been up to recently? Hmm. Well, last weekend I finally saw some of my friends and oh my god, it was so good. I literally could not have asked for a better weekend seeing some good old friends and yeah oh I recently watched Seaspiracy and guys don't watch it don't watch it I haven't been able to eat fish or meat since and it's been a whole month now actually it's been about five weeks now um yeah do you know what the worst thing is is my local Chinese takeaway is not the one for vegetarians and I literally love Chinese takeaway um, I don't think I'm going to be vegetarian forever. I think I'll be maybe a flexitarian. I know. Who do I think I am? Um, but I'll probably be a vegetarian like 95% of the time. Purely because I've watched that program, Seaspiracy. And also I watched I watched a program documentary the other year called What the Health. It didn't quite turn me vegetarian, but you know, I do see the benefits from being a vegetarian. So, you know, when you're scrolling through and you're seeing everyone's pictures um, when they're out for dinner and it just looks so good. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm a bad human. But at the end of the day, I've managed to cut down massively. So, you know what? I just feel like fair play, fair play to me. <laughs> That's, that is basically what I've been up to recently and obviously work, etc, etc. Anyway, yeah, so where, where to start? I just keep having these random thoughts, like I keep seeing videos and then having random thoughts like I'm going to outlive my dogs and <laughs> it's like, it genuinely, genuinely breaks my heart and I know they're so young a touch wood, touch wood, that nothing happens to them, um, oh hi, hi, see, <laughs> she just came in to see, she wants to feature on the podcast, I got two dogs, um, one called Buffy and one called Tink, they are cockapoos, super fluffy, and yeah, I love them, but the fact that I'm gonna outlive them literally breaks my heart, I can't comprehend I just, you see, right, so I've been allergic to animal fur for as long as I can remember, so we've never really had pet, like a dog or a cat, um, and then when I moved out to go to uni, my parents got these dogs, um, because they didn't think I was coming home, and here I am, <laughs> but I think because they are cockapoos so they're like hypoallergenic dogs it's okay and also because living with them I think is building my tolerance up the friends who I saw had pets and I was okay with them my eyes went really red so yeah it wasn't a good look but they didn't itch and my breathing was okay, my nose was okay, so do you know what, I'm taking that as an absolute win, if I can pet the dogs and the cats, you know what, I'm all, I'm all for it. 
so I'm not sure if anyone else's dogs have this but they have trigger words and I've shown it on my personal Instagram I think but I'll share it on the other Instagram as well and it only takes are you hungry and they look at me and then they start barking and then Buffy she like goes around in circles and honestly it's so cute you just feel so needed and wanted um even though they're just there for the food yeah, so um, I know a lot of other dogs also have trigger words because there's been a trend going around on um, TikTok where you say chicken and the dog responds. Like you say a list of foods and then you say chicken. And uh, honestly, I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. And you know what? It's so funny because, yeah, we've never really owned dogs and we've recently moved to a new area in Yorkshire and yeah it's so funny when you go on dog walks because you know the family by the dog so you only really know the dog's names like I don't know any of the owner's names there's this um one dog called Red absolutely love him and his family and then there's another dog and his family um maybe Red's a girl actually I don't know um but the other dog is Benjamin and his family really like them it's just so funny but also um so my dogs are relatively well behaved I mean occasionally they are naughty but on walks Buffy just likes to bark at people and do you know what it's so funny because I should get a BAFTA because every time she barks at someone I'm like Buffy you never acted like this before what do you think you're doing <laughs> when in actual fact she does it to everybody and yeah I'm just trying to look like a responsible dog owner by saying that making out as though she's only really misbehaving this one day I mean I'm pretty sure all of the people I've done it to have I've probably seen again and she's done it again so <laughs> also another thing about my dogs is that when it is dinner time I give them a pouch and I've recently discovered that when you do the pouch and you squeeze it into each bowl, so there's obviously two bowls, and I leave the pouch in the first bowl whilst I'm doing the second one, and every time it makes, it reminds me of those, um, you know those cocktails with little, when they leave those little miniature bottles of alcohol in them, like poured in them sort of thing? And I'm always like, oh, this is like a little special cocktail for my dogs. <laughs> If that doesn't say how slow my year has been, I don't know what does. <laughs> so bad. <sighs> so, um, a couple of stories. So, when you come in the house, they like really fuss over you, especially if there's nobody else in. And one night, because my mum works late, um, the dogs didn't come up to her and fuss over and she's like, where are the dogs? what are they doing? She goes into the living room and they've managed to turn on the TV and they're both sat on the sofa watching the TV. <laughs> like, what? Dogs are so intelligent, but surely, surely not to be watching the TV. Like, that is, that is outrageous. I don't know what that says about us as dog owners, actually. They just love the TV. <laughs> And then also really recently, literally last week, I was walking to the post office and near the post office, there's this house or flats where it's got like stairs coming out of the gate 
and Buffy decided that she was going to do like the biggest runniest poo ever. It was right at the bottom of the stairs and I couldn't just go home to get some water. But then another dog started barking behind the fence of the stairs and then this woman came out and she was like, oh, are you trying to, are you trying to get in? Are you knocking? Because you can't see through the fence. I had to shout over the fence, no, I'm really sorry, but my dog's just done a poo. And I was picking it up and it was taking so much longer and the dogs were barking and I was like, this is absolute chaos right here. I was just dropping something off at the post office, like what? No, no, absolutely not. Also really recently, so, so my neighbour came round to our garden and was sat down on a chair and Buffy went to go sit on his knee. Then he put her down and <laughs> what we didn't realise was that she left like a little tiny butt nugget on him. <laughs> like she must have literally just been to the toilet and um, for those people who don't know when it's time for their next grooming session, you meant to cut the hair around the butthole. <laughs> and he's like there's like a pretty serious guy who's like quite macho really (laughs) so funny oh my god it makes me laugh so much so on to my next feature which is cheer up tuesdays and my cheer up Tuesdays this week are one, socialise with your friends. It's done me the world of good, like I feel amazing and I can't wait to see everyone and I cannot wait for COVID to be over so I can just see everyone like normal. I always thought I was kind of like quite a boring person and um, yeah, didn't really socialise much but that's a lie, that is a lie. I used to do something literally every weekend um, and the second is the ultimate snack which is i've mentioned it before i'm sure of it is biscoff spread on biscuits oh it's so good how have i only just recently discovered this yeah so on to the other stories from other people because you know we like a little bit of interaction let me just get my phone So the first story is from one of my listeners who said when they got their dog as a puppy they couldn't find her and they were looking everywhere for her and eventually they found her in the washing basket. (laughs) They actually sent me a photo as well and it's so cute. Why are puppies just so cute? Just love it so much. Um... Another one is from my friend who has a cat and the cat has this like little hammock on the window where she can see and the neighbours can see the cat. They live in a residential area so um, there's a few, I think, older people on the other side of the street who keep waving at the house and she's like what what are they waving at and then my friend who was on a walk speaks to the person who keeps waving and they're like oh sorry we're not waving at you we're waving at your cat (laughs) forget you forget you I don't want to wave to you I'll just wave at your cat 
Yeah, so these people have a dog and the dog for some reason starts limping and obviously their owners are like, oh my god, there's something wrong with our dog, let's take it to the vets. The vets have done loads of tests and they cannot find anything wrong with the dog. So they take the dog home and the dog is still limping so they take it back to another vet's and basically it turns out that the dog has been mimicking um, someone who's been walking around on crutches. <laughs> oh, talk about being a drama queen. God. Also, our dog's just so clever. They're like, oh, I want attention, so let me pretend that I've broken my foot or something. <laughs> Instead, the poor dog's got to go to the vets. I mean, I think going to the vets for the dogs is like the equivalent for humans going to the dentist. Not the one. So, this story is someone heard it from someone who's heard it from someone who's heard it from someone. So Lord knows if this story is actually true, I don't know. But I'm going to tell you anyway. Please be warned, it does involve a sad bit. Don't hate on me for the sad bit because, you know, as a dog lover myself, I also find the sad bit sad. But the story itself is quite funny, even though it's quite sad. Okay, so apparently the owners of the dog are, I think, an elderly couple and so they go away on holiday and they check in with the guy who is dog sitting, um, feeds the dog, goes to bed, whatever, goes on walks. He wakes up one morning, goes to check on the dog and the dog has unfortunately passed away which is obviously very sad and he's like oh my god I've, I've managed to kill the dog like absolutely devastated and he has to tell the owners who are away on holiday what's happened so obviously he's anticipating it's the absolute worst phone call to get and he gives them a call and tells them what's happened to the dog and they're the owners, whilst they are obviously very upset, they're like, the dog is old, so it's like, it it was kind of expected. Um, But anyway, so they're like, would you mind taking the dog to the vets for me? Yeah, sure. The least he could do, really, considering that the dog had died under his watch, you know? <laughs> But the guy lives in London and I think it was quite a big dog from what I remember. How does he get the dead dog to the vets? And, you know, I'm sure he deliberated this for a long time. And anyway, he sells on the best way to get the dog to the vets. Because obviously you can't carry a dead dog through London everyone would look at you so weird so he decides to put the dog in a suitcase oh gosh so he's put it put the dog in a suitcase and he gets on the tube I mean I don't know why he just wouldn't take an uber at that situation like I don't understand gets on the tube and then he is struggling up the stairs with the suitcase because obviously if it's a big dog it's going to be quite heavy and 
So he's carrying up the stairs and someone is like, oh, do you want a hand with that? And he's like, yeah, sure, why not? And someone was like, God, this is heavy. What what have you got in it? And obviously he didn't want to say, so he lied and said it was photography equipment. And then the guy who was helping the other guy decided to run off with the suitcase. Oh my God. No, imagine. He's, he's thinking he's stolen thousands of pounds worth of photography equipment when in actual fact... It's just a dead dog. What the hell? But also now this guy has to call up the owners of the dog and say why it hasn't managed to get to the vets. Oh my god. (laughs) That story is such a disaster. It is so terrible. You see, the thing is, like, it's almost quite unbelievable but believable at the same time. So I don't know if it is real. I don't know. Either way, you know, I'm laughing at the fact that the person stole what he thought was photography equipment. I am obviously very upset that the dog has died. So, I always tell a review that is genuinely on the internet, but when I was searching for reviews, there are dogs that review like either dog food or dog treats on YouTube like obviously the dog's not speaking in it but it's like whether the dog interacts with it and stuff but like the owners put like little captions on there and stuff oh I love it it's so cute and I've only recently discovered this so I know what I'll be doing for the next week or so (laughs) I'll share any of the good ones that I find but also obviously I found a review with a dog in it because Dogs are little troublemakers, aren't they? Okay, so this is for Haribo Gold Bears, like a massive packet. And surprisingly, this person has given five stars despite the name Apocalyptic. Did I say that right? Apocalyptic. Yeah. It's for a free kg bag. It's quite big. Okay, here we go. I stupidly left a bag of these smiling assassins out by accident during a power cut. Unfortunately, the dog found and consumed them. Bored with the lack of electricity, no TV or gummy bears to eat, I retired to bed but was later awoken by howling. I ran downstairs and was greeted with a dog in utter despair and desperation for the garden. After unlocking and opening the kitchen door... After <laughs> after unlocking and opening the kitchen door, the dog shot out like a bullet, knocking over a coat stand, which in turn fell on a lit candle I'd just put down, which fell on some rather nice curtains in turn, and in turn caught fire. Oh my god, no. I really overthink about candles being lit, like it's, it's not a good situation. And that's, the story doesn't even stop there. I ran to get a glass of water for the fire, but unfortunately slipped on some doggy diarrhoea and crashed into the kitchen table, which sent flying some carefully placed cutlery and crockery. I sat covered in bits of plate, a spoon or two, on my lap, covered in doggy nasties, and watching the curtains go up in flames like a biblical burning bush. (laughs) 
As I was getting up off the floor, the dog then returned, excited after duly relieving herself, but then barking and running around the kitchen as the fire took hold and knocking over various chairs, a large vase and a book stand. Thankfully, I had a mini fire extinguisher to hand, and after squirting squirting off the foam putting out the curtains the kitchen now looked like post-nuclear battlefield i would therefore suggest dear consumer to keep gummy bears well away from dogs and people best keep them in a bank vault in someone else's house (laughs) do you know what's funny is that 156 people found this helpful (laughs) that is so funny Oh my god. Wow, dogs really be out there doing the craziest stuff. Anyway, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the Two Honest Podcast. I really appreciate you being here. Also, watch out in the next couple of weeks for the fashion episode. You know, I know there's been some absolute fashion nightmares please send me your stories and look out for the Instagram post which I will be putting up for you to take part in the next episode. Maybe I'll do some polls and stuff as well. Get some data in there. God, I love data. Um, Yeah, I hope you guys have a lovely week and I will speak to you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.